Bitcoin's here. We got this. And uh, I'll tell one story. There's a guy named Chimbera. And uh, I spent a few days with them. It was my first week there. And he sat me down. And I said, you know, my, my grandfather was a fisherman. And my dad was a fisherman. And I thought I was going to be a fisherman. I'm not like you. You got a Chase bank account. You get a debit card. I fish. Nothing more, nothing less. Until Bitcoin, man. Like, I got hope. I scan the same QR codes you do. When Bitcoin goes up 10%, Michael Saylor makes a lot of money. So do I. So do I. Chimbear's never had a bank account. But he's got a Bitcoin wallet. Chimbear's never had a savings account. But he's got a hardware wallet. Chimbera saw that this is financial inclusion, that this is a network and a monetary system that doesn't hold any bias, and there's no intermediary that could tell him that he's not allowed. And we did something amazing here. And we were onboarding 20,000 Salvadorans a day, and most of them didn't have bank accounts. And... And, uh, boy, we were, uh, remittance was free. Remittance was instant. Lightning Network works, man. Lightning Network works. And uh, in real time, we were improving the GDP of the country. <laughs> and so then I got a message on behalf of the president of the country. Hello, everybody. My name is Daniel Prince, and I'm the host of the Once Bitten podcast. This is a podcast focused on Bitcoin. It's my mission to interview as many people as I can around the different aspects of Bitcoin and help people understand exactly what Bitcoin could mean for them and for their families and for their future. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you so much for listening. Hey guys, welcome to this edition of the Once Bitten podcast. And as you can tell from the title of the show and the opening there, we are talking today with the Chimbera, who Jack lauded so eloquently during his speech at the, uh, the Bitcoin 2021 conference in Miami. What a humbling experience to, to one, first of all, listen to that talk when he gave that live and to then be able to, to catch up with Chimbera, who you will fall in love with as much as I did with his energy and as much as Jack did, obviously, when he was out there. It's been an absolute honor to, to sit down and, and chat with him for one hour and uh, I, I can't wipe the smile off my face, so uh, we'll, we'll just get into the interview, but before we do... Big thanks to all the plebs. You know who you are. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Keep the tweets coming. Keep the responses coming. Keep the ratings coming. The subscriptions, whatever it is. Just more importantly, share the show with your friends. Let's let's get out there. Let's do this. Let's. Like Jack says, we got Bitcoin. We got this. We. It, it's just up to us to educate as many people as we can about it. It's just grassroots, classic movement stuff. So go do it and enjoy the journey. But of course, a big shout out to the sponsors of the show. The first ever sponsor, coinfloor.co.uk forward slash bits and Obi. Thank you so much, brother. Really appreciate it. Relay, R-E-L-A-I dot C-H forward slash Bitten. Julian, thank you for everything you're doing for people in Europe. And uh, of course, swanbitcoin.com forward slash Bitten. Corey and the team, love you. Shiftcrypto.ch forward slash Bitten. Hardware wallet, Bitbox02. Thank you, guys. Let's do this show with Chimbera. Okay, we are good to go. Recording and welcoming to the show is Chimbera, which I'm guessing that's your nickname. That's not your real name, I think. What's, what's the word? Yeah, Chimbera is my nickname. It means a little fish. Puchipuson. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah, people, when I was a kid, I was swimming. I, I, I born in Sonte, close to the river, near to the river to the river mounts with the ocean. So I was swimming all the time when I was a kid and people call me Chimberita. So I get it from there. And yeah, that's, that's 
that's how people know me and and I always say that maybe my my parents were thinking a lot about my my name you know to put a beautiful name on me and then I get Chimbera and everyone called me Chimbera you know? the little fish I love it mate I love yeah. it okay yeah. but your, your real name is uh, Ramon is that or oh, Ramon Roman, Roman, Roman. Martinez yeah. Roman, Roman. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you and, and uh, a pleasure to have you on the show. And I can't wait to hear all about what's going on down at uh, uh, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Beach. Beach. Uh, Lauren is here, of course, to ask the first question. So fire away, Lauren. Let's go. What does it feel like living on Bitcoin Beach? Wow, good question, Lawrence. We're living, we're living the dream now, but... It had been hard, you know? It had been like, we we born here in Sante, Jorge, Irvi, me, as a kid in Sante. Sante had been like a fisherman town. I always had been like fisherman. My father still be a fisherman. And so we don't grow up with technology, with computer, with anything like that you know we grew up like fishing surfing and and yeah it's playing soccer by the beach so since a kid the life here had been like good you know like super simple lifestyle but really like the essential life you know i don't know like if, if that makes sense but uh so yeah, we don't grow up with all these things, you know, and we, we were lucky that the Sunday had been a tourism place since like the beginning. And we were exposed to, to the tourism that were, were coming to, to El Salvador, to El Sunday, you know, that the, the first tourism, they were like, they, they hear about this beach that the waves are perfect all around here, that water is warm all year round. And so we were exposed to that cultural change, you know, and, and there were also some people that play like a big role in our life when we were a kid, that they were like uh, trying to teach us like English, trying to teach us uh, maybe to be a surf instructor, to see like the little opportunities that at, at that time we, we could have. Uh, maybe they were open to give us a job in the in in our free time after school. So yeah, we grew up we, we grew up like this. We, our life had been simple since the the beginning, and Osante still still like that. You know, people come here and they can live like a really simple life and 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 connecting with the community, and that's make Osante special. So. To answer your question, I'm. I will not choose another place to, to burn again. You know. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I really want to visit it. It sounds fun. It does sound fun, and I want to. I want to try the food because all I keep hearing about is papooses. <laughs> exactly. Uh, why don't you ask? Why don't you ask yeah. Chimbera? What are papooses? Papooses. Mm -hmm. Okay, pupusa is, is our local food, the most local food from El Salvador. And, and it's, like, it's like a tortilla, it's like a one tortilla, but in the middle, uh, they put bean, cheese, and meat, and that's oh. the mixed one. Or you can choose just beans and cheese, and or chicken pupusa, shrimp pupusa, basil pupusa, uh, cabbage pupusa, just beans, uh, she can have like different kind of pupusa, so they 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 cook it and they serve it with a tomato sauce, natural tomato sauce, and a and a salad that is like a cabbage with a salt, like like a like a salad, you know. And pupusas is wow, is is that food that you can find everywhere, and one pupusa is fifty cent, <laughs> so. Hmm. we're getting 10 yeah yeah sure. how many can you eat i mean how big is a portion well uh, people usually eat around three two three four i eat four but probably you will eat like 
six. No, I'm joking. No, probably <laughs> you will hit like two, something. Yeah, two. And yeah, they are super good. And, and, and if you like it, you know, like it can happen two things when you eat pupusa for the first time. Or you like it and you go crazy about it and you want to eat it every day. Or you don't like it, you know. <laughs> so when you like it, you can eat pupusas. They're super cheap, super good. But you got to exercise a lot too, you know. <laughs> gotta surf, you got to surf a lot too. I really want one now. You're making me hungry. Yeah, you're making me hungry too, man. We're going to have to try and uh, we'll, we'll Google, see if we can make uh, pupusas at home here one day. Yeah. That, that'll be fun. We'll send uh, uh, Chimbera a picture. Yeah. Yeah, if... yeah. Any when you come in here, I will invite you your first pupusas. I will yes. bring you to the best place. And you know, you know what? Now we will pay with Bitcoin. Or, or you bring your sat and you, you buy pupusas with your sat. How's that? How cool is that? So now the, uh, the people that are making the pupusas, and then, you know, like uh, Chimbero yeah. said, that did, they're only 50 cents. So you could give them, you could give them the 50 cents, but what are they going to prefer to, to, uh, to A receive? A lot more than 50. No, what are they going to prefer 50 cents or sats? Sats. Voila. Yeah. And, uh, you're right. <laughs> and, and it's Chimbera's job. Uh, well, actually, he, he can tell us all about it, all about his work, but it's his job, uh, the way I understand it, to go around all of the local people in his village and the surrounding villages and help them understand about Bitcoin and educate them about Bitcoin so that they can start receiving Satoshis for their hard work and for their food and for their services and when they're holding satoshis that is just a completely different story as to holding 50 cents or a dollar because the satoshis over time are going to go up so how are you how are you educating people there chimbera what's what's a day in the life of uh, of you in uh, in el zonte and and bitcoin beach uh, yeah uh, this is like a dream you know that Jorge, Jorge Valenzuela, Irving Palma, Mike Peterson, eh, me, eh, or Renato, Christian, they are like the group of Bitcoin Beach now is big, you know? So I'm sorry, I'm going to try to move because I think I'm, I'm losing the connection. Okay, we can still hear you loud and clear. So uh, that was the dream, you know, to change our community, that uh, to give to the kids that chance and that opportunity that maybe we, we don't had, you know, in the, in the past. Like, I can speak English now, but I, because I get like a scholarship when I was at the high school, you know, was the electricity, the company of the electricity that paid me for my scholarship. And that change my life you know my my entire life so that was the that is the dream and was the dream in the beginning to change to give that knowledge to our kids in in the community that they can start to dreaming here that they can start to realize uh, that they can dream you know I, I everything is about dream like a person that dream have a chance but if you don't dream, it's 100% sure that your life is going to be a mess, you know? And, 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 and that was the, the thing. And also, like, or people maybe before they were dreaming, like, to go to the USA and, and, and work there because they, they see, like, that there is, like, a better opportunity, a better chance there. But if what happened if we give like opportunities here that they can have like English classes, computer classes, if they can find like, they can find like a job here or they can start to dream that they can also can be the owner of a hotel, you know, and not just thinking that they need to working with someone, you know? So to answer that question in the beginning when Jorge started like the first project uh, was like, one little project, you know, to get together with the kids. Uh, the first, the first name of the first project was feeling 
the, the tank. Every person have like a tank, you know, in your heart. So if that tank is filled with love, with dreams, with hope, you will, the kids will grow up thinking that they can do anything they want, you know, but otherwise they will grow up and that tank, it can be filled with negative things like happy life is hard, like, and maybe those are more, more exposed to, to finish doing something bad in life, you know? So that was the dream. And now how is our daily day here is that we have 21 projects happening here and four base that are education, uh, recreation, spiritual and empowerment to teach them how to do business, you know, small business that they can start to dreaming and they can put the idea together to start to, to do it in the community. So we basically, we have like this project happening every, every week, you know, every day, like Monday, Wednesday and Friday, we have like English classes, you know, uh, Saturday, we have computer classes. Saturday also in the morning, we have, we have a, like one project that is called Surf Paratolos that we teach surf, free surf classes to all the kids in the community. And also surf, surf change our life, you know? Like, and yeah, surf have the power to change life. And for us, it was really big. So I think like a kid that surf or a little girl that surf is gonna be like a, a, a one kid or one girl that will dream, you know, will have like dream and the patient to dream and, and that thing that you don't know and you, you have like waves tomorrow are gonna be super good. And you know, that hope and that feeling is make you to live life to the fullness you know and that was that was our life when we grabbed and this is what we want but we realized that uh, it's not just about surfing it's a mix of everything you know you need to have english class you need to have computer class you need to know about bitcoin you know to, you need to go to the university so uh, and teach them that they can do everything they want but they need to they need to be focused and they need to dream and they, they need to want to, you know, organize their time. So that's our life, you know, we have during, through the week, during the week, different, different scenarios where we get together with the kids that are like in English and soccer and surf. We have like a group of people working in the community so our, our, our time is spending in different areas. You know, there are 21 projects. Yeah. That's amazing. That's, that's awesome. Well, that, that sounds like something very, very cool. But uh, did you have any more questions before you wanted to? Um, no, I don't think so, no. Okay, well, we'll oh. say goodbye and then uh, I'll yep. carry on with the, uh, okay. the interview. Bye, thank you. Bye, see you. Hope you can come here yeah, one day. <laughs> Uh, mate, that, that's amazing. You got all these different little projects going on. And what's the average age of, of the kids that are coming and, and hanging out with you and, and learning from you? We have different age. We have from kids that come to surf on Saturday that are four years, five years to 62 years old, you know? <laughs> well, no kids, but, you know, like people. Well, that anyone, work the community. The, yeah, yeah. So... Now you see like families all together coming to the project or the parents bringing their kids to the, to the beach or to the English classes, you know? And you see like, that's something changed already, you know? That's, that was not our case, you know? So, yeah. Well, let, let's, let's wind it back a little bit. What, where were you in your life? before you found Bitcoin. So what, what were you doing before Bitcoin? What, what was uh, life like for you? And uh, all of a sudden something drew you to the, the Bitcoin rabbit hole and you, you took a peek inside. Uh, I'd love to know what was going on before you found it. Yeah, well, 
uh, we have working with tourism all the time, you know, we grab, we grew up in Sonte, we're born here. So Sonte was like a, that little town that we get tourism and, and, and I was there trying to sell surfing lessons to all of them, you know? And, and yeah, so we were like, we were like working, we have been working through this past year in hotels, restaurant. I, our first job, uh, with Jorge was when we had like, maybe I was like 12, 13 years old and he was like 15 years old and he was like in charge of already like an, uh, of, of a restaurant and I was in charge of the hotel, cleaning the pool, cleaning the, the yard, you know, that was our, our, our life before. So yeah, that's, that had been our life in the community, you know, like working in tourism, working in a hotel, working in, in getting all the, all the opportunities that we could have, you know? Yeah. So what made you look at Bitcoin? How, how did you first hear about it? Okay. That's one thing in the community. We started using Bitcoin like two years ago, but the social project came from more than 10 years, you know? So for us, Bitcoin had been the, the, the key and the tool that we have been using to, to do more social projects, you know? In the beginning was, was that, like, ah, now uh, we can pay for more kids to have English class, we pay, we can pay more, for more kids to have like computer classes. We can pay for a lifeguard program and we have lifeguards, professional lifeguards at the beach. Now we have surfing for everyone and we can pay on Bitcoin, you know? That's had been the, the key and the tool that we have been using, you know? So when we know about Bitcoin, it was for that, you know, as a, that, that tool that, help us to do more things. That was like in the beginning, of course, after you start to, to, to know and to understand like what money is, you know, like you start to see like how we never, no one teach you that you need to save. And we, we start to see like people saving for the first time, you know? Like, or for us, it was like, ah, now the community had Bitcoin during the pandemic, uh, the Bitcoin Beach Project donated to the entire community, like uh, 40 bucks, 45 bucks for three times. So the community had now had Bitcoin, you know, and, and, and the big challenge was to find the local store that have to accept in Bitcoin, you know? But at that point, it was just like to, to, to find that place that the, the local people can spend their money, you know? But we didn't realize that, that in the end we were bringing, that Bitcoin was bringing to the dots small merchants the opportunity to transact digitally for the first time in their life, you know? And that now they can, they can sell their products and people can pay on Bitcoin. And now kids don't need to arrive to 18 years old to have like a bank account and, 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 and save money. They can start early, you know? And we see people, this is like the reality, see people for the first time saving money. And that's, that's like, you understand how or, or why our parents or, or grandparents never changed their reality, you know, because our family here, they used to spend what they get in a month, they spending in a month and they're running, 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 running every month, you know, to, to, to arrive, <laughs> to survive. That's, that's the word. But in the end is, it's a huge problem that create a lot of a lot of a lot of 
issues, you know? And, and it's like that when, when you grew up seeing your parents working every day and super hard, but in the end of the month, there is no food in your house, you know? There is no like money to buy your bike, a pair of shoes. And, and then those families need to, they start to see like, the only option that they have is to get to the USA and working there, you know? And that's it's sad, you know? It's sad when you see that and you grow up seeing that. And, but we see now our kids or young people that they start, in, uh, they start using the, the social project like 10 years ago now they are they are like 19 years old and we have like some some young guys one of him he's paying now his piece of land you know he he got to the school he working in the project he get paid on bitcoin and now he's paying every month a rate and he's buying his little piece of land and now he's going to build his house you know we have another another guy that he's 19 years old, he's seeing the community that the community doesn't have eyes. And he decides to start like a small business selling eyes, you know? So when you see that example, you see that those kids will never dream to leave our country because they start to having opportunities here. Now they, they know that even if your salary is so low, but if you understand how to manage your, your, your money and you understand that you need to build in your, your dreams every month, every month, every month, and you put that seed in their mind, uh, their life is going to be better. And we, we're seeing now, you know, we're seeing now that our community streaming, streaming, and it feels so beautiful, so good, man. That's just so great to hear. And I, I've got some questions actually about um, the, you know, like, like you mentioned before, and, and uh, Jack brought this up in his speech about how many El Salvadorians, you know, they, they grew up and families uh, are forced apart because, you know, perhaps the father or the uncle or, or you know, the brother or, or even a, a close family friend has to go abroad to the USA, for example, to, to find work, to, to send the money home. And up to 50% of that is lost in the remittance fees. So it, it just is so criminal. Have you, have any of your family had to had to do anything like that or you know of friends close by that have had to leave and go and work in the u.s yeah we had we had 2.5 million salvadorian people living in the usa we know we have like not my close family you know but i i have like cousins aunts i know friends that they gotta leave because they didn't see like a chance here you know and it's hard because there are like a couple of things that uh, our country is so beautiful and you will see when you're visiting, it's like a super small country, but it's like warm or all year round. People are the most friendly people here. We can grow all kinds of fruit, vegetable, uh, we have mountain, volcano, waterfalls, ocean, river, city. One of the things that people fall in love with the Salvador is that in one day you can do everything. You, know? you can go to the beach, you can go to the mountain, you can go to the city, and everything is like one hour away from every, every, every side. You know? So when you see that and something something have to change something have to change because i don't think that our people want to live but this is the this is the thing you know and this is what el salvador is working now and 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 i think we are in a right in a right line finally 
I see your people dreaming, dreaming again. And how I say in the beginning, everything starts as a dream. And as a Salvadorian, we start to have in this dream, we have this dream that we people just want to have like a, like a house, a car, enough money to live and to eat. And if they can find these things here, or people will stay because this is like a paradise, you know, this is like a good country. This is where, this is our country. This is, this is like the place that you don't choose. You can choose where you want to live, but you cannot choose where you're born. And this is our country, you know, and this is the dream that every day more people, more people are having the same dream that we can change their, this country. We can change this country and we need to work in together because to change the countries is the responsibility of every Salvadorian, you know? And yeah, I, would, I'm, I believe and I, and I feel it and, and, and I see it that we're in a really good way to get that. And soon El Salvador is gonna be that place that gonna show, it's gonna, it's gonna be that place that you will, you don't, you don't want to leave once you're here. You know, I see that with the tourism that come every, every, every year. Is come back, come back every year. Many of them are buying houses, investing money, because simple life is where we are now. Is the essential life, you know. You've got so much hope, mate. That's that's and that's what we say, right? Bitcoin is hope, and Bitcoin has given hope to to so many people, uh, you know, all around the world. It's just that El Salvador now is, you know, right in the limelight because of of what your president has has chosen to do. But I, I want to ask about your your old currency, and I, I don't know the exact history of of when this was uh, discontinued and you moved to the U.S. dollar. Did, did, has that happened in your lifetime? Do you remember that? Yeah. That's happened in the, if, not, if I'm not wrong, in the 2001 that we okay. moved to the dollar. And it happened. What did your, what did your, what did your father and, and, you know, the older generation feel about all of that at the time? That, because they must have been uh, very, I, I don't know, were they happy? Or, you know, what, what, was, what was the currency before it, it's, it switched? It's, it's the same when France changed to euros, you know, like uh, that change is good for few people for make business, but for the normal people that live with the minimum salary is, it was harder, man. It was harder because in many, in many cases, they just convert the salary into dollars, but the reality is that the prices and of course, every year uh, it's hard to understand that. For many people, it's hard, but it's, 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 it's so simple that we need to understand that if, if you keeping if you keeping getting your same salary from 10 years where we are now, you, you cannot live, you know? And that's one of the things that doesn't work and, and it has to be changed that every year, the minimum salary, it should be, adapting to the to the cost that we had in the actuality right now you know so that's one of the things that uh, the minimum salary win as a country we need to work and we need to I think we have four things like salaries need to be moved and education education healthcare system and the pension. So those four things, if we put like effort and work on that, we're gonna have one of the best countries soon. And and I well Bitcoin fixes all of those things. Yeah. So that's the good that's the good news. If you <laughs> how how Jack say if you fix the money, you fix the world, you know <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. That's uh, another question that I, I have for you. 
what uh, are, you know what educational tools uh, are you using uh, to to help people understand Bitcoin? Are you using uh, some of the books that have been translated into Spanish or some of the articles that have been translated into Spanish? What kind of uh, things are you using? Uh, that you you find yourself using the most? Well, right now uh, we have been using everything we have. It's more based in our experience in the last two years, you know, in the community and. It's basically, basically, you know, like people, uh, that's one of the things that many people uh, think that everyone needs to know, like how Bitcoin works, like from the beginning to the end, you know, every point. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I think people need to know how to use it, how to transact, what they need to understand in what money is and what's that representing. So, yeah, we basically is more like to, to teach this to them, to teach like that they understand. So it's practical. It's, it's practical. It's practical. It's practical. It's like, here's the app. Here's how we transfer it. Here's how you download it. It's just all hands-on learning by doing. It's exactly. And our people right. are like, Amazing. are more open to, to learning in that way, you know, that you put Sunset in their wallet and say, okay, move into this, go and buy like a soda, go and buy a pupusa. And they they can understand that that is for many people, it's just gonna be another way, another form to pay, you know, to make and receive payment. And, and yeah, so we're using in the practical. We go, we visit, we talk, and if there is uh, people more interested to understand more about the technical part, there is a chance to, to, to see it and learning more about it, you know, but in the beginning and now I think it's necessary that people understand how to use it in a practical way, you know. Do you remember the, the first uh, shop owner or cafe owner or bar owner that, that you managed to uh explain bitcoin to and and how that's changed for them over the uh however many months or years yeah the first place in Sante that that second bitcoin was the jorge's mom so i think she doesn't have a chance to say no you know <laughs> but uh yeah Jorge, jorge's mom and what what does she do what's what's the uh what's her work she have uh, uh, like a local, a really local restaurant and store where you can buy like local food or buy like anything you want. So pupusas. So it's like a local restaurant and store, you know? So that was the, the first place. And then we have like a case of one girl that she saw like a pizza like nine months ago for $8, you know? And that's $8 like two months ago or like a month ago were like 200 bucks, you know? So we- So she kept it. She, she kept yeah. that $8. Oh man. And then like when she, when you see her, she, like how does she- You don't need to, spl uh, that's, that's the thing, you know, when people talking about vol 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 volatil volatility, yeah, volatility to those people you don't need to explain anymore that you know they they know they get it they want to hold they hold songs yeah they, they they get it you know so but that's education and that's the education and that's the that's the time you know with some business owner it's easier that they get it but with some of them you gotta sit one two three four five six times you know to to teach them because it's is to change uh, the perception of money. Like our culture is like, I want to touch it. I want to see it, what it is, you know? And, but that came with education. So I would say that uh, that's why. Uh, and another thing that I will add is that with some people you can talk about Bitcoin and they will get it. But with other people, maybe you just need to teach them uh, technology, put them in front of a computer, teach computer classes, and they then they will get it because Bitcoin is also technology, you know? And that's why I say for us, it's like, 
it's not just Bitcoin, it's like a mix, I would say, of many things, of everything, you know. How many Bitcoiners came down to El Salvador after Miami? I know personally of one guy that uh, I think you met, David, um, who was scheduled to fly out somewhere else. He, he called and canceled his tickets the, the night of the flight and uh, just bought tickets, got straight down to El Salvador because he was so blown away by, by Jack's speech and, nah. and what was going on at Bitcoin Beach. Many. We, we received... We met with many people that they just jumping in the next fly after that announced or after the law when the president sent the law to the Congress and the Congress approved it. We received the next day, we received people here and say, I just flew last night and I'm here, <laughs> you know? And ah, it's, it's crazy and it's beautiful how now it's not just about Bitcoin Beach. It's not just about the Salvador. This is a big dream for many people, many, many, many people. And, and that's why it's going to be successful, you know, because we have the same dream. And when you, when many people have the same dream, things happen. Why are they coming? Do, do they want to come and just be part of it straight away? Do they just want to come and see if it's a place they'd like to live? Do they want to give back? Do they want to help? What, what's the vibe? It's a mix of everything. But I, the thing is, like, there are many Bitcoiners that maybe they, they had been holding Bitcoin for many time, but they never had that chance to, to spend, you know, to sit in the restaurant and and pay with sacks, you know, <laughs> to buy that cookies, to pay for that surf glass and Bitcoin, to pay the hotel. So it's, it's a mix of everything. They come and, and, and they want to help and, or they want to live that experience and see how it feel, you know, how crazy it feels to do your first transact. And many people that they come in here is, is it's like that, you know, they, they, they come and they, they, they do their first transact here and then they go around in the community spending sats and, and, and talking with the people because that's the, that's the, the beautiful thing, you know, that every, every little business, the owner have a different perception, a different way and, and different idea why they accept uh, Bitcoin payments. That's amazing. I, and I think, yeah, you, you've hit on kind of a, a good point there because that I, for example, I have the opportunity to go down into my local town. There's only one place in my local town that will accept Bitcoin that I know of. It's a pizza place. But I won't go in there and spend my sats. But if I flew to El Salvador, I would go around as many different places as I possibly could spending my sats because to me, like the... The, you know, the, the guy down in the, in, in the, the village here, he's probably got a, access to a bank. He's probably got lots of um, help from the government, lots of help from the bank and the mortgage and whatever else. But, you know, what, what's going on in El Zonte? The, the, these are just people trying to get by each day. And for, for people that have been holding Bitcoin in the more in air quotes developed countries to to be able to jump on a plane and feel feel part of something much bigger and to be able to see the smile on people's faces and know that you know it's going to make such a difference to so many different lives down there that's it's so it's so awesome and i you know i can't wait to to be able to get down there one day and uh, and come and visit you guys and uh, and see what's going on um have you have you noticed that many people since they've come from the conference, are they, are they sticking around or are they traveling on elsewhere now? Or what, what, what's the kind of vibe? Yeah, totally. We have different kinds of people, like people that are coming just to, to, to live that, that experience. People are already coming and, and set up their business here. Really? Yeah. Companies are wow. coming in and, and set up their business here and, and, they want to be part of the history and history is making, it's happening now here, you know, and people are looking for houses, people 
that just want to come and surf, people that just want to go away, you know, from and take a break. And 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 what El Salvador representing now is was that dream that every person had been true, you know, that I think no one was like ready or expecting that now you will wake up and you will see like a country that is is it's happening you know like oh, i will ask you the question with how many friends how many people you have been telling talking about that that one day will happen but that day is is now you know and 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 everyone want to come everyone want to come and 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 we are i, I want to ask you i want to ask you about the speech that that jack gave uh in el salvador um, excuse me, uh, in Miami about El Salvador, uh, because you were mentioned in, in the speech, how did you feel when, uh, when he mentioned you, um, in the speech while he was, uh, telling the news to everybody in Miami? We were so exciting, you know, we were like, uh, but I, were you watching, were you watching live somewhere? Yeah. Uh, did... yeah, I was watching. Well, we didn't we didn't know nothing uh, about it, and and but I will say like, as I mean, he mentioned you specifically, right? Yeah, because he's that's my that's the history, you know, that's the history, and it's something that we cannot change, and 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 maybe people were expecting that I would I would be a fisherman too, you know, and that's something that is changing and from now on we will we will change we will change like our family reality and we will change the most important thing the community you know it's an issue it's it's happening now but i will say uh bitcoin beach is not a coincidence you know and 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 it's like the work that the Bitcoin Beach have been doing in the last two years is something that prove prove to the world, prove to the to the like when Jack came here for the first time and he see all the work that was happening in the community and and how Bitcoin is changing life, how Bitcoin bring hope. Everyone get exciting, you know. And El Sonte have been have been have been doing that have been that place, you know, for in the last two years for companies, for people about that here that about this little beach that their wave break every day and it's good. And there is this project called Bitcoin Beach, you know, and and so, yeah. But when when you heard that news, what 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 was running through your mind? Like you know, to to be the first country for, to move on to a Bitcoin standard. <laughs> for us, it was it was a dream. We cry, we cry, like we cry. I remember calling calling Jorge, calling Mike, and say, "Whoo." We got it. We got this. Like in our in our wave, you know, and and calling the group, calling everyone, you know, saying like, "Wow, did you see it? That's crazy." Was well, a dream that come true. We were talking in the last two years. We have been talking with many people. We have been like saying like, "This is like a big chance." We see like in our community things changing. We see in our community or jump people dreaming for the first time. We see our people, ah, we see that chance for El Salvador. But, uh, and that's the work. And that was the, the work of Bitcoin Beach, you know, to, to prove that if you're working hard and you give knowledge, and if you share with people, things can change. So. I think they they see that chance and 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 it was and if it was working in Sante, it will work in Osava. This is for sure. Of course, we have like a big challenge 
to educate people and that they understand that what Bitcoin can represent for, for life, you know? And, and I think many people will get it. So nah, we're so exciting, so exciting. I'm trying to imagine what you guys, you know, you, you're all standing around like a screen watching Jack's talk. And then all of a sudden your president is on like the screen and he's talking about adopting Bitcoin. I, I can't imagine what that must have been like. And what, what was what was the uh, like the feel towards the president be, before that? Was it already, you know, he seems like uh, like a forward thinking guy or was this just completely out of the blue? No, uh, because. As a Bitcoin Beach, we're like a social project, you know, we don't, this is like, this is separate with, with, with us, you know, we, 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 now we, we, we believe that's different. We believe and we, we see the same opportunities for our people and we want the same and we're ready to help, you know, and that's, that's our role, but we cannot, it cannot be, um, we believe in we're like an NGO, something, something like that, that you understand. So we believe in, in the social project. We believe in Bitcoin. We, we see that chance, but Bitcoin Beach is separate with everything that is happening now, you know? But it's the same dream and that's the beautiful thing. So that's why we're exciting, you know? 100% mate. Well. What can people do that are listening and that, that aren't able uh, perhaps to, to jump on a, on a plane? Uh, maybe they don't have the means or maybe they're locked down in, in their particular com uh, country. How can we help? Like, you know, those of us that are, are you know, well, there's millions of people around the world, tens of thousands of miles away that would love to be there, but, you know, perhaps they can help in a different way. Is there, is there any way we can step up and, you know, you know, we've, we've got your back. We, we yeah. want you guys to, to, to go for it. And what can we do? Yeah, we're, well, eh, we, of course, eh, there are many people asking how, how they can help. And we're trying to find what's the best way, you know, because uh, we, we're working hard every day in, in, the, in the education program. We're receiving people, we're hire, hiring more people to helping us with education. So uh, we're building like the, the way, you know, we don't want to just come now and say, guys, you need to donate here. And, and because that's, that's the easy way, you know, but we wanna, we, when we're ready to ask for this help, we will, we will. And people that wanna come and share their knowledge and they wanna contact us, they wanna uh, share uh, material or Bitcoin education, whatever they have, they can contact us and they can send in, or if they have any idea also, because this is the thing, like if you have like a wave or like an idea that you think can help and we can, we can, we can working on, we're open to listen all the kind of idea. What we see more, more, more helpful for people is the practical things, you know? to educating, to give some sad that they can start to play with. with. They, they can go to spend like some in the, in the store and, and they can start to get involved with that. So we're working more in this part. And so, yeah, we're working, we're working on that. We're like, how I say, we believe in the Bitcoin Beach model that is like a mix. So we're working in a project that we wanna we're working already with different communities, two communities after El Sante. And now we are talking to bring like a, a hub house or Casa Esperanza is the house where all the projects happening to do the same programs in the next speech and to bring English class, computer class, a, a blockchain technology, programming class, you know, and of course we will need help for that. So uh, I think you guys will have the chance 
to take part and help. And anytime one of you can come here, you're always welcome and, and, and help and be part of this. This is not about us. This is about everyone. Absolutely, mate. It's about, yeah, humanity on, on the grandest of scales. I don't want to finish off just yet because I want to make sure that people um, can come and find you if they want to reach out, but also to shill the podcast that you're going to start. Have you even dropped one episode yet? What's, what's the plan? I'm working on now that the idea is to, to show and tell people to use the, that channel to educate also people in El Salvador and also to tell people what's happening down here, you know, because many people want to wanna know. And that has been one of the, one of the, no issues, but the, to have like a channel, like a right channel where people can get like the right information, you know, because there are so many wrong information, missing information, and, and people took from all the, these parts. So that's the idea of the podcast, to help people to have that channel that we can educating people can listen that and 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 also to tell people outside of the suburb what's happening down here and how they can be involved and and yeah that's that's the idea so i think we're soon soon but many things every day so <laughs> we need to, just another project yeah but yeah yeah we're we're, we're working on that i think it's going to be soon and on Twitter, we, we have the Beacon Beach Twitter. That is yep. Mike, uh, the person that answered. We have uh, Jorge Bitcoin SD. We have Roman Martinez, Irving Palma. So we are like, you can find us in a different way. So we're here. And, and also like, I will close with this that is Sometimes it's necessary one person that stand up for changing the, the reality of one family, you know, and and sometimes it's necessary that a couple people get together for change one community, you know, and now it's necessary that we get all together to change one country. And I think as, as Sante show show to the world that one community can change using the technology and the education using Bitcoin. And now Salvador will show to the world that we can have like a, a, a good country with more opportunities using the technology, using the education, using Bitcoin. So you have our support 100% and the eyes of the world are on you even the fiat economists are going to be watching very closely and they're going to have their minds blown out of the water when this really starts taking off and working and building societies and making people's lives better and easier and happier and watching El Salvador become one of the you know most important countries in Central America, which is I, I truly believe which is going to you know happen over the next three to five years. So you, you have our support. And uh, I really look forward to uh, coming down and meeting you guys one day. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having us. And have you can do it soon. And welcome to Bitcoin Beach. I will pay <laughs> for fine. I will pay for the first pupusa. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I could ever accept that. I would. Well, I tell you what. I will buy all the beers. How about that? <laughs> now, if you will pay, I want oysters. And lost right. <laughs> No problem. <laughs> all right, Chimbera, it's been great to meet you and uh, all the best of luck with, uh, with the project. And I look forward to listening to the podcast, brother. Thank you. Thank you very much. And a nice day. Yeah, bye. Hey, guys, what did you think of that? Thank you, Chimbera, for coming on the show. That was an immense rip. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come on and explain to us what's going on down in bitcoin beach and all of the hard work that you've been doing in the past you're such an inspiration brother keep doing what you're doing i know you're going to because this whole interview you just had a huge smile on your face is so great to see and i just hope 
that we can help you in any way that we can. And for those people that are listening, reach out to Chimbera on Twitter and, uh, you know, throw him your ideas. Go visit. I can't wait to get down there with the the kids and uh, my wife. I think we'd have an amazing time. So before I sign this off, I just want to say, if you're not bullish on humanity, I don't know what else you need to listen to. Make sure you check out the next show because there's some crackers coming. And make sure you go say hi to the show sponsors. You know who they are. It's CoinFloor in the UK. It's Swan Bitcoin in the US. It's Relay in Europe. And it's ShiftCrypto.ch also in Europe. They're based in Switzerland. Make sure you check these guys out. Use forward slash Bitten. Go say hi to them. Tell them I sent you. And let's just keep stacking, guys. Make sure you're stacking safe, please. No leverage, no gambling, no shenanigans. If you've not understood what you're holding, do a little bit more research. Please take my word for that. You you have no clue what you're holding. This is something for humanity. Chimbera is proof of that. I look forward to the next show. Take care.